Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. I want to talk though about this laneway in Dublin city centre, Harbour Court, um, plagued by antisocial behaviour, well known for drug use and, and violence at times. But it's been shut to the public. The city councillors in Dublin voted for this because the issues just can't seem to be able to get them under control. Local Sinn Féin councillor Janice Boylan is with me on the line today. Janice, you voted for this. Is it not a total cop out though? Like, you're actually going to shut the street rather than deal with the problem. No, it's not a cop-out, Andrea. And I'll tell you why. Because the problem has remained um, happening there for over the 10 years that I am elected to the City Council. And longer, um, according to some of my colleagues who sit, uh, who were elected in 2019. Sorry. Um, so, I basically um, have had continuous calls from uh, people who have seen antisocial behaviour on the street. I've witnessed it myself. I'm from the north inner city. I walk up and down the length and breadth of the constituency every day. In fact, I walked from City Hall over to Harbour Court just there half an hour ago uh, to meet with um, another journalist to have a conversation with them about it again. And on the way over, I didn't see one guard on the street or one guard a car. So it's not a reaction to an action because it's been there for so, so long. So, no, it's not a cop-out. It's something that had to be done because there was no other alternative presented. There's plans there, all right. There's plans there a number of years, but there was no other alternative presented to us um, when we were discussing it. But if you mentioned that you've been walking across the streets and and you didn't see Mm -hmm. a guard of presence or, you know, guards out and about... Is that not like? Is that not where you should go back and start talking to, um, you know, look, I don't know, and anybody in management who's who's across the division of the cards in in the area we're talking about, and 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 have boots on the ground rather than actually closing off streets to the public. Absolutely, and we have done that. And me as an elected councillor, I'm going to speak on me me only, um, obviously. But me as an elected councillor, I have a good working relationship with the the guard stations in the in the area. Um. The, the superintendents, the guards who are out, the community guards. I have a good relationship with people like that. But the reality is, and no matter what the government will tell us um, in relation to garden numbers and stuff like that, the reality is there's no, there's not enough uh, resources to, to police the actual streets, never mind the laneways. So that has to be addressed, but that has to be addressed by, by recruitment and it has to be addressed by making it, um, you know, good for guards to actually go forward and be a guard with good good wages and having, um, you know, security of, of a home if they want to live in Dublin, Dublin and stuff like that, affordable homes to rent or buy. So all of that has been discussed continuously and we've raised it and we've said it over and over again. But as I said to you, I'm elected 10 years and nothing has been done to resolve the issue. Do you, Willie White is the uh, Artistic Director of Dublin Theatre Festival, Janice, and Willie's with us as well on the programme t- today. Willie, do you think it's just a sign that we're giving up? I mean, problem for 10 years, we can't solve it, so we'll just shut the street. Uh, I do think it's a sign of defeat. I think we're having the wrong kind of conversation, though, and it's not something that necessarily be addressed at city council level, there was legislation passed in Shannon in 2017 about safe injection. The reality is that our fellow citizens are using drugs and injecting drugs and they're doing it in that lane and they're doing it elsewhere in the city. It may have solved the problem for the lane, but the problem has not gone away. So we have to get real about the public health issue that there is, particularly now with new synthetic opioids leading to a lot more overdoses. And it's just another kind of 
head in the sand, a bad news story about Dublin City Centre at a time when we don't need them. I've actually noticed a significantly increased presence of Gardaí for understandable reasons since mm. November and December and yeah. throughout Christmas. Yeah. And actually, despite all the bad news stories, um, Henry Street has been pretty lively throughout that time. But I just think it's a public health issue. I mean, legal dumping, which is another reason why they closed it, is, is more pernicious. But I think we have to, you know, we have to take care of people who are unfortunately using drugs and not just shove them somewhere else other than Harbour Court. But are we not just pushing the problem to another street? I mean, I, the part absolutely, I can't absolutely. understand is that, like, surely whatever the street adjacent to Harbour Court is, that now becomes the street we're talking about, and we'll be talking about closing that next week. Quite possibly. Um, so, in other words, we're not solving the problem by closing the street. We need to address it differently. How are you actually going to close the street, Janice? Well, that'll be down to DCC, but normally it's gated. Normally it does a gate put up and then the access would be given to businesses or anybody who had um, a reason to be in and out of the lane, like for deliveries and stuff like that, the, the, the access would be given. That's normally the procedure, but I'm, I'm not 100% sure how they will proceed with this one. The, the and it also, it also, sorry, go on it ahead, Willie, go on ahead. DCC, because like, I know in my own neighbourhood we close the lane behind the houses and it means the DCC are no longer responsible for it. Um, it did certainly abate the antisocial problems that were happening in our lanes, but um, then now we have to look after it ourselves. So presumably those businesses backing onto Harbour Court will have to take care of the lane in terms of cleaning and upkeeping it. But fundamentally, um, it's not addressing the problem. So the question is, how are we going to solve the problem that people are, are injecting drugs in laneways in Dublin city centre? Um, are we going to get real about it? Or are we just going to push it down into another lane that will eventually be closed and so on and so on? It's just not realistic from my well, point of view. Well, former Lord Mayor and, and Dublin City Councillor Hazel Chu is, is with us on the line. Hazel, do you have the answer to that? Like, you know, Willie's question, well, how are we going to deal with the real issues? A couple issues? of questions there. <laughs> a couple of questions there, Andrea, that, that was posed and, and answers given. And with respect to, to Janice and all the councillors in the central area, it's been a tough job for them. It's been a tough job seeing Dublin City Centre, Dublin One, go through the riots, go through the various uh, issues, and, and now we have to close. I, I don't think anyone wants that. That's the thing. So, so to be fair on the Dublin City councillors and the Dublin City management, I don't think anyone wanted to, to get to this stage. But the fact is, it's gotten to this stage, which is massively disappointing. I wouldn't agree with it because I think one closure leads to another closure. And to Willie's point, your, your issue is the underlying issues of, um, of drug injection. We need safe injection centres. We have one coming uh, into planning on Merchant Ski, but we need more insofar to tackle the issue. We need to have Garda presence. You and I walked around Dublin City Centre after riots and we walked around talking to traders, talking to to businesses and the increased Garda presence really helped. So if you have increased Garda presence around those lanes, if you make those lanes safer, you don't have to close it. Like my worry is you close one, then it goes to another, to your point, and then it goes to another. I I used to live off Bachelors Walk. You're just saying it's too much of an issue. It's not a nice place to be around either. We can't deal with the problem. So we'll, we'll shut the street. We'll just we'll surrender. I just think yeah. it's a total sign of giving up. I think so too. And I don't think we need that at this current time for Dublin City Centre. Never mind Dublin 1, anywhere in the Dublin City Centre. We cannot tell people, listen, just because there's antisocial behaviour, there's people there that's, that's causing issues, we're going to give up. We need to push back and say, no, this is our city. It's time to take it back. It's ours.
Uh, text in from Paul uh, in relation to the lane closure why not close the road between Parnell Street and O'Connell Bridge loads of antisocial behaviour drug taking uh, drug dealing as well no Garthi and that's just off uh, O'Connell Street according to Paul another listener on the night of the riots it was directed by the guards down an equally dodgy alleyway in Temple Bar when parts of the quays were closed Dublin's full of these streets passing through the city in the 46A bus I see open drug dealing every single day brazen never known a city like I went to Belfast for the weekend, didn't see a single person begging or a tent in the streets. What is it about Dublin? Mick is with us on the line in Dublin as well. Mick, do you think shutting this laneway, Harbour Court, in Dublin city centre, is it the right signal to send out? Well, I suppose the thought that I had was it could be a short-term solution to the issue in that lane itself, but my fear would be that it would simply just push the problem onto the next lane and you know, do you close that lane and where do you stop then? You could have a city centre where everybody's been pushed down the main thoroughfares and, you know, a lot of a lot of places are just no-go no go zones then. Um, now, having said that, I know where I live now in the Blanchestown area, they did close down um, the road, the Dunsink Road between Finglas and uh, Blanchestown itself. And I know that that cut off one of the rat runs that, that people had been using. Um, you know, to come from from one part of the part of the city to the other. But you know, as I said in the beginning, my fear will be that it's a short term solution in town, but it, you could end up closing down three, four, five lanes, and then like, where does it stop? The, this um, this laneway is it runs between Marlborough Street. It's just opposite the Abbey Theatre, Abbey Street Lower. It's basically the site of Wynn's Hotel, if you if you know it, and, and Eden Key in Dublin city centre. Like Willie, just from we'll be talking about actually tourism a little bit later in the show today. But I mean, like right outside or close to the the Abbey Theatre in the city centre, what image does it send to people when they come out of a performance, come out of a show, and witness what they see on the streets? Clearly, it doesn't um, give a very good image, but that's not the issue. The issue is that people are using drugs, and we need to tackle that as a public health issue, not just shove it, shove it somewhere else. I mean, the street running between Parnell Square and O'Connell Bridge is O'Connell Street, <laughs> and, and that certainly has lots of unsavoury mm. behaviour. I mean, I walk down it nearly every day. I live in Dublin 7. You got The reality is that people using drugs are generally a danger to themselves. Um, they, I mean, they, they fund their habit with petty crime, etc. There's not really many assaults associated with their... Use, injecting unsafely drugs in dirty lanes is not a very good uh, thing uh, for our, our fellow citizens, which they are, however um, uh, undesirable their behaviour may be. It's a public health issue. But it's not good. I mean, I, I'm on the 40s exchange. I see all kinds of things too. I've been to Belfast. We were not saying that there's no drug problem in Northern Ireland or anywhere in Europe. Um, it, it, it's, it's a problem everywhere. And some places take more imaginative and more pragmatic solutions, uh, approaches, approaches to it. But it, yeah, certainly it's bad for Dublin's image. I've worked in many countries across the world, says this texter. The issue in Dublin regards open drug dealing and blatant ignorance um, and ignoring of the law is because of one simple problem. The Gardaí have no power and therefore they've lost the respect from the public. In, for example, the Eastern European countries which I worked in in the past, people wouldn't dare step out of line as everybody was so conscious of the unforgiving law enforcement in the place. These were These cities had a lot more safer streets and Dublin City Centre has at the moment. Brandon is with us on the line. Brandon, you're from um, from Dublin Homeless Awareness. Do you think closing off laneways now is the right approach? Um, no, not really. I think it's a temporary solution as well. Um, I think there's a lot of other lanes that have problems as well. So we, we basically carry out welfare checks in the homeless. And everyone, uh, every one of our members in the team are trying to force dead and mental health and kind of addiction. 
Um, and we've came across many overdoses in Harbour Lane and we've come across assaults as well in that particular area. area. But I don't think that one lane is a problem. There's, there's many other lanes in the city centre that have the same problems and more serious issues. Well, you, um, heard, you heard Janice Boylan say, like, 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 you know, over the course of a decade, they've tried, you know, looked at different ways and different things and the number of guards on the street and everything. And, and now this this seems to be, this is the solution. There's... there's yeah, it's not really a well-lit area as well. So even our our members of us go down to check on homeless people. If they are sleeping in the lane, it's, it's a bit dangerous for them to go down as well because there's uncapped needles and stuff all over the place. So it's kind of a, a safety issue for us as well. So the lanes are getting worse in the city centre, especially the ones over by Temple Bar, I think, are getting worse than the, the one that's closed off today. I have another Mick on the line, 1800 453 106 is the number. Mick, you call this lane, Harbour Court, the Adam and Paul lane. Why? I do. What do you mean by that? It's the lady, one lane thing, thing I can remember from that movie is when they stood across the road at the bus stop and seen the Down syndrome lads standing there and brought them up that lane and robbed them. I've seen that happen loads of times. But in, in the same thing, look, if you close that lane, some homeless people go there. But so you've, yeah, but, but, I wouldn't walk down there anymore. Look, I've lived in Dublin all my life. I wouldn't walk down there anymore. So the right to close it then? Like if you don't feel safe to to walk down the the, the lane where we're talking about it, was it, the... it, it, it? It serves a purpose for the businesses. Like for for to get through, it's only going to take you another two minutes to walk up onto O'Connor Street and back around. It's badly lit. It's quite. It, it is a very dangerous looking lane. Even when you look up, it doesn't look inviting. Maybe if they if they lit it, painted it, got some artists in to do some murals on it, made it a bit safer for people to think. Oh, hang on, what's down here? Like the way they did some of the lanes in Temple Bar. They done some of the yeah. portraits and done of the pictures. I made a bit of a history of it and, and kind of invited people to yeah. kind of come in and say, well, no way. I remember this laneway used to be horrible, but with light and maybe doing it up a couple of benches. You know, it's going to take that horribleness away and the need for laneways to be closed. Could that have been explored, Janice? few mur- oh, murals and lights. Yeah. And- yeah, absolutely. I mean, there were suggestions that came from everybody in relation to what could be done there. But the reality is, of course, there was no funding. There was no proposal, a solid proposal put forward. We have a proposal on the table, I'd say, 10 years called Love Your Lane. We also have Reimagining Dublin One. But there's no financial backing behind them at the moment. There's nothing that's going to do what needs to be done to keep the lanes open. And can I just say that I fully support safe injection spaces for, for drug users. Absolutely. That is one of the problems that, that, that there in that lane and having a safe space for people to go and use drugs would, would, would resolve it. So I fully support that. And fair play to Brandon, the work that he does with the homeless people as well. But the, the laneway, we have been dealing with this for 10, 10 years and I'm not somebody who wants to see laneways closed. Absolutely not. I want to be able to have safe spaces for people to walk around. And there was no no, no funding, no funding in the city council, Janice, for a couple of lights on the laneway. 
There was no proposal, no substantial proposal put forward. We dealt with this for six months in the Central Area Committee just last year. And between the six months of it being dealt with in the Central Area and getting to the full council meeting, there was no substantial proposal put forward that could be that could go into fruition. There was none. None. And that's been going on for 10 years. I'm elected 10 years. Like, it's not a reaction to an action that took place because I give out all the time to the and to people for having that kind of Hang on, I, I, I reconnect with you there, Janice, on the line. Hang on for a second. Damien's with us too. Damien, are you in favour now of starting to shut off problematic lanes? Uh, I'm getting a little sick, Andrea, of the uh, corporation trying to condemn uh, unfortunate people who are addicts. It's not that at all. Uh, anybody is free to go into Harbour Court and they will see that the surface has not been maintained by the corporation for upwards of 10 years. In other words, it's a dangerous place to walk, regardless of addicts or anything else. And on that subject of addicts, give the dog a bad name. Everything is an excuse. Blame the addicts. I can tell you that the addicts are the one good thing about Harbour Court. Uh, frequently, I have to take the tram into town and it drops me off at Wynn's Hotel. And when I try to go down the shortcut, which I have to because of mobility problems, okay. um, the addicts come out and they try to help me down the little court. Uh, the corporation workers, on the other hand, have put a name on that stretch. They call it Piss Alley. Right. Now, that may sound like a joke. It's yeah. not that funny because at one stage uh, in my recollection, there was a, a men's toilet, you know, one of these walk-in things, uh, straight opposite the entrance to Harbour Court on Eden Quay. The corporation took that away. What did they think was going to happen? And what about women? No provision at all. Okay. So, yeah. So, but do, do you have any concerns, you know, Damien, about, like, is this, the, I suppose, the, the start of it now? We'll just, we'll close off other lanes as well, or does it matter? Of course it matters. I am unable to walk the distance that that last gentleman was talking about, mm. to walk around uh, into O'Connell Street, which itself is dangerous. Uh, I have to use the shortcut. So what's implications and if they're going for to you? take away our shortcut on that particular uh, stretch, they'll do it all over the place. Not at all. Uh, the thing is to provide proper accommodation for uh, sanitary services, obviously, uh, but also for the unfortunate addicts who tried to shelter there. I saw women with their children and they tried to shelter from the rain, for God's sake. That is one of the refuges uh, which, in default of the corporation providing safe place for these unfortunate people, they, 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 they rely on Harbour Court and other places like it. Mm. Uh, and, and they want to take it away. Take everything away that doesn't suit the big shots. What do you say to that, Janice? Are you there, Janice? Janice Boyling. Yeah. yeah. 
can you hear me? I can indeed, yeah. Yeah, so you keep coming back to me as if like this was my only solution. I put proposals forward. I've said continuously that we need to be doing something different rather than shutting down lanes. But at the same time, there was no other, there was no other plan. Now, Dublin City Council have come back to me. I spoke to Carl Mitchell again today, the, the Dublin City Council manager. I spoke to him again today. He wants to reimagine the lane. He has an, an objective to look into, um, you know, opening it back up and making it better for people to have access. I understand what the, the previous speaker was saying, mm. that he uses the laneway and other people use it to shelter. I'm not saying that that's um, not happening. That absolutely is happening. I've walked down the lanes and seen people stand there, had conversations with people who go up and down the lane as well. The last thing we wanted to do, and this is the very, very important message that we need to get across. The last thing we wanted to do was to close that lane. We had no other option. There was no other option okay. available to okay. us for the last six months. Well, if you if you want to get in touch with us today, is it the right approach? 087-1400-106 is the WhatsApp number. There's plenty of you getting in contact about this. This listener, the dirtiest lanes, believe it or not, are in the Temple Bar area. Human excrement, needles also around Harbour Court. But Temple Bar is by far the worst, says this listener. Also, the boardwalk full of needles. I'm a city council worker and I actually clean up all of the needles on the lanes on a regular basis. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.